Hi, I'm Jacob Knudsen, and you are listening to Gut Talks, double G U double T. It's a tough one because, I mean, last year, I recall actually, because, you know, and I follow the whole startup mm-hmm. investment, whatever world, and the investors were kind of interested in profitability more than like just revenue they would invest mm-hmm. in that not just traction whereas it's always been traction 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 before mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you have the two notions of blitz scaling and fast scaling mm-hmm. <laughs> different views as yes. well what are you looking at so, so, like how you're yeah. approaching this there's so many complexities once you kind of unpack the all the common wisdom that you read in God knows how many startup books and listen to in startup podcasts, I think the the world ends up just in reality being way more complex. And I don't think it's an either or, but I think it's a question of doing things at the right time. You should only scale super fast when you've got not just clear product market fit, but extremely accelerating growth rates right? Uh, You should be very, 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 very careful about scaling too early uh, and spending too much money too early. We've had a lot of, uh, I'd I'd almost say ups and downs, but but that doesn't even begin to explain it due to COVID closures and openings. And I mean, Mm -hmm. we're a video conferencing platform. So we had a ton of growth during COVID and we had a ton of users that we lost when there were a lot of openings post COVID. Um, So and that's especially because we're very heavy or a lot of people in the education sector started using us during COVID because especially we were free at that point. But education is one of those sectors that just went back to almost 100% in person afterwards. So very long-winded way of saying that it depends in terms yeah. of blitzscaling versus fast scaling and possibility so for startups. I, I had Patrick Flessner actually on the podcast from fast scaling. Mm-hmm. And I had actually he came twice because he had his other book also. So we spoke about, you know, his leadership book and the leadership mm-hmm. house and fast scaling. And I had Jeffrey Abbott who actually takes the blitzscaling methodology. So mm-hmm. he works, you know, with all co-authors of the book, right? Like mm-hmm. Chris Yeh and and Reed Hoffman, but he hasn't mm-hmm. written it. He just, you know, took the program and and it's really mm-hmm. different approaches. Yes. And and again, it's a US Amer- US European kind of approach also somehow. So that's why I was curious if you're again, even if you take any of the books, it's really hard to. I, I, it's yeah. not a it's not a playbook. Right, no. many but, things, but but I don't think it's either U.S. European. I think it's it's everything or, or something is good for one time of a company's yeah. life cycle, and yeah, others is, is is good. If you blitz scale too early, then you'll end up just scaling something that inherently doesn't work, and yeah. that's the death of the company. Right? You need to have those stages of the company where you, you're exploratory and you're you're able to test out a lot of different things without doubling down on something and essentially blitz scaling is doubling down on something and taking it to the to the the power of a thousand right yeah. uh, and if you do that too early on the wrong thing then you will, will for sure fail in the worst yeah. possible way so yeah <laughs> so i have two more questions just conscious of mm-hmm. time otherwise i could have asked a thousand more um i hope you're <laughs> what's the future of butter do you see yourself going like for an ipo or you have an exit you want to be acquired who would be you don't have to name but wh- wh- no, no, where do you see yourself you know that's your typical you know exit kind of strategy <laughs> yeah like 
I, I think the problem that we're solving with Butter is way beyond just workshops. It's uh, what we call synchronous remote collaboration. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's one of the things that we truly believe is broken with remote work. It, there's no like Zoom and many of the current video conferencing tools don't take it, aren't really built for collaboration. That's what we want to build Butter for. Mm-hmm. That's a freaking huge problem. And it's a problem that I'm super excited to work on and will be excited to work on for the rest of my life if that's necessary, right? Okay. Uh, so I am very passionate about remote work. I think it just frees your life to a certain to a much larger degree than so many other things. And if I can help make remote work significantly better and build a really, really big company, then that will make me incredibly excited. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> you will fulfill your dream a dream as a child to be the CEO of a very large organization. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you built, that you didn't join. So, you know, I've been seeing your posts on LinkedIn for... Uh, Uh, for a few years i think now and then uh, (laughs) i think you know we connected and then was like okay interesting podcast because i wanted to reach out to you anyway for the podcast just so happened that you reach out first right um just you know so i'm just asking a question i started posting every day on linkedin just to give it a try i i feel like an absolute idiot because Mm -hmm. i i just feel weird to but but i want to see so you post from butter and you post from you about remote work and whatever (laughs) so how are you uh linking your personal brand to your to butter what's um how is this helping also in growing the company yeah i i mean i mean we have very different content pillars in the butter account and on my own Mm -hmm. account again i think on my own account i only do like 20 30 percent butter content and the rest is more like i guess what what feels so weird to say but kind of thought leadership content or whatever you want to call it right uh it's long posts like you spend time on this so it's yes yeah yeah no and 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 the the things that i think about and stuff so yeah spend spend time on writing them and and spend Mm -hmm. time on going through the thoughts but it's something i think i started four years ago and and then you know it's just been have a constant content calendar that that we mm. kind of stick to posting from. And um, I mean, sometimes I, I don't draft all of my own posts either. So I I also have a, a ghostwriter that helps me with some of the posts, right? But yeah. then I'd be talking about a particular topic and she'll help write it up and then I'll edit it and then I'll post it, right? I'm always in the process, but I mean, it's it's a lot to keep on posting uh, so much. I also don't want it to be generic or crappy or, you know, or weird. So... If if there's a like I think for every post we post, at least two or three are dropped or at least postponed and then rewritten or something. Okay. So yeah, it's a, it's a pretty high level of selection there. As butter, but as yourself, no, as is myself. It helping. Oh, that's yourself. Yeah. Okay. As myself. So oh yeah, how is it helping? Uh, I mean, it creates awareness for both me and for butter. And I only talk about topics that are also kind of related to butter. And yeah. I always mention butter in the posts and connected somehow to butter. So, you know, it's been, especially in the early days, it was driving butter quite a lot. I think over time it's been like, it hasn't really been as necessary anymore, but it still helps kind of maintain that uh, top of mind. No, thank you for that. Uh, oh yeah. And no, I feel super, I felt super weird starting 
doing that really? as well. I felt so freaking weird, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> but, you know, over time, you feel less weird. So. Yeah. Well, I try not to think about it. But, I mean, when I had I had one of my first posts was really long and I had my sister pinging, pinging me. She's like, couldn't you write a bit less? You know? <laughs> All right. Three lines. So, I'm fine. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, so, so, what's next for you now like let's let's use this platform if anyone lucky listens what do you want yeah no honestly next i'm just so excited like i am really excited about the ai stuff i know it sounds like freaking like i guess everyone's saying that but i mean i'm just one of the, the examples of that is one of the first problems we identified with Butter was this whole people felt that they lost their senses when they were doing online workshops. It's like you can't feel people anymore. You can't smell people. You can't see the micro reactions, all of that stuff, right? And it's something we over time tried to fix with Butter. And now with AI, suddenly this might actually just kind of come back. We might be able to give people their senses back when doing online workshops. I think that's amazing, right? You know, this is so much cool stuff. I love product and I love building Butter. And 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 there's so many exciting things that we can do with Butter as a product in 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 the in the near and 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 long term future. So yeah, Did you ever wash your hair with butter? I wash my face in butter at one right. point. Okay. Uh, I uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a different story, but yeah. Oh, all right. Well, no, thank you, um, thank you so much well, for this. Yeah, um, and uh, one month from now, I'm gonna be a dad for the first time. Oh. So. That's, Congratulations. Uh, that's, that's also a, an adventure of its own. <laughs> You'll have a little butter then. Yes, exactly. A little butter. <laughs> little butter boy. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. This is the last episode of this segment with Jacob Knudsen, co-founder and CEO of Butter. Thanks for listening and watch out for upcoming segments.